Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Shitty Christians. I'm your host, Zachary Allard. And I'm Michael Tabor. And Michael, we're back in the saddle. That's right, baby. 2023. This is our year. Yeah, well, it's better, gonna, better be our year, because it's not going to be anybody else's. <laughs> uh, our holidays went well. Sure, yeah. And we're back for our first real pod of the new year. You can't you can't keep us down forever. The baby. rains have stopped. It's 70 degrees again. I'm emerging from my chrysalis of the cold and the wet and the damp. Yeah, all two weeks of it. It was a terrible two weeks. <laughs> Zach did wine a lot for it, those two weeks. Sometimes it was 58 degrees. It's like, you ever seen a scared dog just kind of whimpering? <laughs> that's, that's Zach when it's lightly sprinkling. Listen... Listen, I, 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 it's not why I live here. <laughs> it's not what we're doing here. But I'm excited to be back on the mic. It's been a while. Michael, what are we talking about today? Well, we've got, a, we've got some fun stuff to get into today. Uh, things like how Jesus was super cool and woke and how that means you should join a really conservative church. That's a really interesting one-two yeah. choice there. Side note, I'm going to spend $100 million to convey that message. Man, I... I gotta be real with you. We are scamming the wrong people. <laughs> we have got to get some of that. Like we are extremely ineffective scammers. We haven't even done our Patreon. <laughs> we have lost money on this podcast. <laughs> we have got to start stealing money from some of these rich yeah, Christian we, we, idiots. Listen, stay tuned for the. We we keep talking about our turn to the right wing griptosphere. Uh, obviously, obviously, it's coming. Why be a communist yeah. if not? So no, you it's can, true. And a Carizian Carpe. I don't. And a Carpathian, the yes. Antichrist. Yes. Uh, and, and just all of, uh, we'll, we're going to go full Keffels. That's that's our next step. Ah, solid just, pull there. No, I mean, I, I do think uh, somebody's willing to cash the check. Let's go. Like, okay. <laughs> but before that, we're going to be talking about the He Gets Us campaign, which uh, our Discord has been discussing. Mm, Kelsey yelled yes. at us to talk about. <laughs> it is in the media. Uh, NPR is covering it. Uh, so we're gonna yeah, get no, into. I, if we get an email last night from Kelsey, why aren't you covering this? It's like, <laughs> shout out to to one of our favorite guests. <laughs> yeah, yeah, our extremely angry guest. Uh, <laughs> but no, it's uh, it's it's worth talking about. Mostly, it mostly, solely, really, because so much money is being spent mm-hmm. on it. But I think it's worth delving into what it exactly no, is. No, you like scroll through Reddit, and there's just these like very somber black and white ads. Being like, Jesus was a refugee. Yeah, yeah huh? <laughs> hey, we'll we'll get there. But first. Zachary, Joe Biden hopped on a mic last night. He did a little podcasting of his own. That's right. Podcasting before the nation. He was uh, posting in public. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, State of the Union address. And uh, what did he say? Because I did not watch the State of the Union. Oh, no, absolutely not. I would listen. I grew up in a Baptist church. <laughs> I have maxed out my stat for old white men lying to me for an hour, like at age 10. Like I power leveled that shit. Now, I, I saw one of our other favorite guys, Grim, last night being like, I'm playing video games and w- listening to the State of the Union. And it's like, man, you could just do one of those things, rather. Like, yeah, you don't have yeah. to Why do are that. you sullying the beauty that is XCOM 2 War of the Chosen yeah. with Joe Biden's voice yeah, in the background? That could be so joyous, man. Yeah, it's a good time. It's a good game. All right, so. Uh, you know, reportedly it sounds like uh, Joe had a good night. He uh, mm-hmm. he got his he got his burns in. Mm-hmm. Um, he got Republicans to boo a, a Medicare cuts. I, I don't know. We'll get there. <laughs> uh, the New York Post did call him Joe Lydon. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, which I, I have to give them props for. I can't believe I haven't heard that one before. It's, like, okay, is that better than Joe Lyon? Because I feel like Joe Lyon's about the same. I, I don't know. It's hard for me to say. Okay. I am not the one to decide, but I do look forward to all of my uncles having that in the back <laughs> pocket come Thanksgiving dinner. Um, but yes, okay. Let's get down to the meat, right? Yes. Uh, as already mentioned, Biden got booed by Republicans for saying that Republicans want Medicare and Social Security to sunset, uh, which... He's not wrong. Sure. You know who else wants Medicare and Social Security <laughs> sunset and has argued for that for the past 40 years? Mm-hmm. One, Joseph Robinette Biden. It is it is wild to watch two people who agree on things, like, argue and boo each other. It's yeah. just, it's pure kayfabe. Yeah, yeah. It really, it feels like wrestling in the 2010s, yes. Yes. like, where, like, the kayfabe doesn't exist anymore yeah. but we're still pretending it's it's really weird like you know all of these dudes like go on a podcast afterwards <laughs> to talk about the kayfabe 
Uh, like there is no shoot really in mm. 2010s politics or 2020s politics. And yet we still have these moments of pageantry. It, it's wildly maddening to me. Like the, the tapes exist. Yeah. I have, we have tapes of Joe Biden saying, go on. When I argued that we should freeze federal spending, I meant social security as well. Joe Biden told the Senate in 1995. <laughs> I meant Medicare and Medicaid. I meant veterans benefits. I meant every single solitary thing in the government. And I not only tried it once, I tried it twice. I tried it a third time and I tried it a fourth time. Oh my God. <laughs> Just like, what are you supposed to do in a world where the man is saying that the thing that he believes in is bad and then getting booed by people that also agree with the terrible thing that he believes? I just, we are through the looking glass. No, man. it's, this is so overused. I, genuinely hesitate to say this this is doublespeak when people like all the morons online talk about 1984 it's Mm -hmm. very tiring because they've never read the book but this is actual doublespeak like and it's the same thing when he talked he's mentioned last night like we're here to protect roe v wade or whatever yeah uh it is like he's on the record saying a woman doesn't totally have a right to control her own body like Mm -hmm. you can just google that man it's uh, it's ah. not hard. Uh, let's see. What else did he get to? Yes. Uh, so he, he did tone down his rhetoric a little bit on police. As, okay. you, as you recall, somewhat right. famously, at yes. the last day of the union, he was like, we need 100,000 more cops, and we don't need to defund the police. We need to fund the police. Very cool stuff. Uh, you know, since the police have done a lot of murders <laughs> since then, including having one of the victim's yes. families in the audience for that, mm-hmm. uh, he was uh, smart enough to just be like, we need to do better. <laughs> true true joe always true facts joe joe spitting facts for him that means give law enforcement the real training they need okay i just what how else can we train these guys man like what new magic training do you think is gonna like fall out of the sky like we've had cops since the end of the civil war (laughs) you know like i mean like what new thing do you think's gonna happen yeah it's just it's really weird to be like, they need to be able to, like, pilot these tanks better. Yeah. Like, That's the solution to policing. I'm sorry. In my head, I, I, I was not. I've never read Harry Potter. Not a fan. But in my head, it's just like, we're going to send them to this magic school where they're going to magically learn to not shoot people anymore. And ironically, it would be just as racist <laughs> as Hogwarts. <laughs> um, yeah. No, it's uh, it, he got bipartisan applause. For a line about how the vast majority of cops are good, decent, and honest people. Well, of course he did. They're all politicians. <laughs> I just, it is the year of our Lord 2023. The cops have been on a murder rampage for really their entire existence. But in the wake of BLM yeah. protests have stepped up oh, their yeah. murder game. We are dealing, LAPD shot 160% more people God in 2022 Lord. than 2021 and are yeah. on track to exceed that again in 2023. But shot people in our neighborhood. Every major city yeah. spends half its budget on policing mm-hmm. and our police respond by murdering us all the fucking oh, yeah. time. Oh yeah. And this man has the audacity to claim that the vast majority are good decent and honest people cops are so bad for my at least well-meaning more liberal progressive whatever friends Mm -hmm. i feel like they've even been getting more on board lately with like we've got to get rid of these cops like that's how bad cops are getting like i feel like even the normies are getting like yeah i I don't know give me an example like give me (laughs) one example and like of course, there's always PRs about, like, cops pulling cats out of trees. And it's always just, like... A firefighter's job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The real, fucking scabs. The only real fucking heroes. Uh, firefighters are not necessarily heroes. They're as close as you're going to get. <sighs> they don't have guns, man. That's true. That's true. I'm, mm, they make those calendars. I have, I have actually they very They make those calendars I like. Michael, pro-fires. <laughs> I, uh, I'm glad you like the calendars. The calendars, was, they're uh, nice. Yeah. Uh, we have four on our wall right now. <laughs> very funny to hear Biden talking about the economy, like yeah. in in an era of like mass inflation and impending fucking mm-hmm. depression that we mm-hmm. will hit this year. The oh, yeah. one thing he can talk about is how low unemployment rates are. So that's so what he funny. hammered so hard. Funny. Which is especially good when you have the Fed being like, yeah, we're gonna keep raising interest rates till we get these unemployment numbers up. These are rookie numbers, like. 
everybody talks about it, but I can't get over the fact that, like, every time there's low unemployment numbers, it's like the Fed, the Jerome Powell is frowning in the background of that CNN article. And they're like, you have to keep cranking up the, yeah, this. Yeah. Well, and, and they do have to because their system relies right. on that uh, uh, people right. to be out of work. Unless you were threatened with, like, the inability to survive. Why would you go along right. with the system? But it is just so wild to brag about the thing they're actively working to destroy in yep. real time. Oh, like, yeah. Well, too, you know, you have a Catholic president, and then you have a Catholic chair of the Fed, <laughs> and then you go to Catholics at SCOTUS. Like, oh, I'm interested in a country that's like 20% Catholic. Hmm. Just like destroying everything. Zach says anti-Semitic conspiracies yeah. are out. Anti-Catholic conspiracies are in. That has always been the right one. Uh, no, but like it's it, it's maddening, and it's so interesting because like you see this at the same time as like in every one of the handful of sectors that used to like have a lot of well-paid employees, uh, tech, which again fuck fuck, fuck STEM people forever. Um, but all there's just all these huge layoffs of high-paid yeah. jobs, tens of thousands of people. You see it in the banks too, and all these sorts of well-paid sectors. Because the truth is, no matter what. Um, there will never be eventually a well-paying job in capitalism. It can't even have that. It will look for further profits by taking them back from workers. Yeah. And you just and, and so it doesn't matter that there's low unemployment. They're going to send coders who are making two hundred grand a year to make seventy grand a year doing upwork jobs, essentially. Yeah, yeah. It's uh I think it's very telling that the only real boom industry we've mm. had in this sort of like second tech bubble uh has been completely under the ethos of like libertarian ideals yeah, yeah. and like like that is the only totally. stance in which we will allow workers to make mm -hmm. reasonable wages is when we are all of that work all of those workers even are profiting off the insane exploitation of like hundreds of thousands oh, yeah. millions of people like the coders are making 200k but most of the people working for google or mm. certainly amazon are not and to be honest like it's because they murdered entire industries to do that yeah you know like they're they're taking money from news and print mm. you know things like that facebook is you know is eating tons of other industries and so like it's just it's all built on blood yeah uh but and it's an interesting tidbit that the same day CNN putting in an article being like 64% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck, a near all-time high. Yup. And it's just like, yeah, that's the actual economy we're living in. Yep. But but Joe can't talk about any of that. Not so he just hammered on uh, un unemployment. He also said, I'm a capitalist, but it's time for companies to pay, pay their fair share. The tax system is not fair. Those two are not the same thing, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Are you a capitalist or not? Well, also, I hate to I hate to get all political on the pod. You know, that's not really <laughs> You would game. never do that. But Biden, you don't actually own the means of production. So in the in the technical Marxian sense of the term, you are not in fact a capitalist as much as you are a comrag for capitalists. Yeah. Like you are the thing that they jizz onto and then throw away once you have outlived your usefulness. He's just a cop. Yeah. He's just a cop for the capitalists. That's that's all he is. And all the presidency has ever been, baby. Yeah. Um, God, it's so true. My favorite moment, though. Yes. Is a moment where Joe Biden at one point says an extremely true and base thing mm -hmm. and then can't get the words out of his mouth before he backtracks them. <laughs> it's very good. He calls the climate crisis an existential threat. Sure. Which is true. Yeah. Facts. All our birds are dead. They're not dying. They're dead. I liked, penguins? I liked birds. Your penguins are gone. They're all gone. They're colony animals. The bird flu's in them. Say goodbye to penguins. There will never be a third Happy Feet. Or were there three? Oh, happy Feet 1's a good movie. Happy Feet 1 is a good movie. I think there were only two. I saw it in theaters. Did we see that in theaters? Did we see that I, together I saw in it in theaters. theaters. Oh, my God. Oh, we're cute. We're adorable. I love that movie. Um, all right. <laughs> Back to sadness. There are no penguins. The, yeah, so the penguins are dead. <laughs> the, the, the Happy Feet have stilled. <laughs> oh, fuck. And he says, we have an obligation not to ourselves, but to our children and grandchildren to confront this crisis. And then he went off script. Oh, God. <laughs> Ad-libbed in the State of the Union. Um, we're still going to need oil and gas for a while. <laughs> for at least another decade. And beyond oh, that. Oh, my God. The man triple asterisks his own point. He said, asterisks, <laughs> we're still going to need oil and gas. Double asterisks for at least another decade. What's so funny is he doesn't have to say that. He doesn't, he have, doesn't to. have to. Everyone knows. We Everyone all know. Everyone knows. Dog, dog, we live in a world where we don't, we have the Elon Musk tunnel instead of public transit. We know, we know we're not getting around this. Uh, you were out here simping for electric vehicles that 
are worse for the environment than SUVs. <laughs> like, you, oh, God. Uh, just rolling around yep. in your child-murdering, like, giant SUV. But oh, it's yes. cool because it's electric. Like, we know. With, like, 60 pounds of lithium. How doomed we are. We oh, yeah. get it. You don't have to say it. But he, but he, he had to say it because he couldn't let those people think the actual people he cares about, oh, yeah. ExxonMobil. Uh, yeah, his donors. Yeah. Uh, the the crew of the Valdez, uh, mm. he needs them to understand that he is actually on their side. He can't oh, yeah. even pretend for a second. No, it's pretty rich. I tweeted about this, but it's pretty rich. Like he, he talking about like ExxonMobil making those profits. It's it's bad. And it's like yeah, if you look at who ExxonMobil gives all their money to, it's a ton of Democratic senators from Gillibrand to Biden to Raphael Warnock. Like ooh, that one sings a tiny bit, doesn't bit. it? Little yeah, bit. a little bit. Because that that and so it's just it's we know it's not going to change, but he has to say it. He has to say it. Yeah. Well. He has to say it, but he can't even. That's the thing. It's like you could have just lied to me, man. Could just lied. You could have just lied. But no, we talked about kayfabe, yep. like mm-hmm. being through the looking glass. Like this is kind of the opposite thing. Instead of we all know you agree on this issue, but you're <laughs> pretending. It's you can't even pretend. You can't even pretend. Incredible stuff. I don't have anything more to say about the State of the Union. Eh. Uh, Republicans talking to Republicans. Yep. Uh, Mitt Romney apparently yelled at George Santos, which, which again just makes me like George Santos more. Uh, you you are a fan of the Grift King. I I have to be a little bit less because he was like letting dogs die, and I love dogs too much. I had never let that happen. Yeah, but I do think there's something sort of charming about the fact that like he's just lied about every single part of his life. Like mm-hmm. he's an obviously Hispanic man just telling people in New York he's Jewish for no reason other mm-hmm. than he thought it would be funny. Basically, he was like, I think this will help with donations, which is super gross and anti-Semitic. Okay, <laughs> but. All right. Uh, he at one point said he was a volleyball player at like something like Bucknell and with a full scholarship. He's like maybe my height and but never went attended the school, let alone <laughs> play volleyball. Like he is just, he said he worked at Goldman Sachs. He said his mom was in the towers for 9-11 when she wasn't in the country. None of that's true. Like it's just, holy shit. my guy is just out there living his best life. And one of his roommates said apparently he wanted to go into Congress just to be get, you know, the, the healthcare and, and pension. Yeah, and it's forever. like, fuck yeah, that's that's based. Like, that is cool. <laughs> I wish he wasn't scamming veterans and their dogs. That's gross. But he is just out there. He's just out there doing his thing. And so last night, Mitt Romney was like, you shouldn't be in Congress. And it's like, look, Mitt, he's not different than you, yeah. man. He's just not as far along on the grift game. Yeah, yeah, like, he didn't have a dad who was part of a weird trad Mormon thing in Mexico. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Like, he's just getting there. Like, his kid will be you, man. <laughs> Yeah, again, it kind of goes back to the question of kayfabe, right? right. Like, like you have these guys that are that thing. <laughs> Congressmen have always been yeah. this level of grifter. Mitt- but now you just have someone who's doing it really nakedly. <laughs> Mitt Romney owns a company called Bain Capital. <laughs> All right, let's move forward, shall we? When I wonder, uh, you know... Who needs a who needs a PR campaign mm-hmm. in the year of our Lord twenty twenty three? Who needs that facelift? Who needs yes. a little extra Me, spit but, and shine yeah. on there? When when I think about this, I think Jesus Christ. <laughs> so launching in twenty twenty two, I guess some people agreed with me because this hundred million dollar marketing campaign came out for Jesus. <laughs> You know, he got the facelift. He chopped that long blonde mm-hmm. hair into a very on-trend mullet. Yes. Uh, and, and Jesus is about ready to debut his one-man show on the difficulties of growing up with an absentee father. Jesus said he is bussin'. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, how he'd call him every Sunday, but, you know, his, his dad was always like, no, no, it's I'm resting. <laughs> it's fucked up. <laughs> Jesus understands your struggles. And... I want to talk about the specifics of these ads soon because there is a very specific uncanny valley of wokeness that is present in these things. But for now, all you need to know is that all of these ads are black and white videos Mm -hmm. of people of color doing (laughs) a 90s understanding of what urban things are. Like, like if you can just urban in quotation marks. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Uh, if you can picture in your head like a Hispanic teen with a gang bandana doing a kickflip in slow motion, that's like you're 95% of the way there that rules. for like what these ads are. And all of this is just going to have mm. a narrator talking over it about how like Jesus was a refugee. And like you okay. watch this and you could be forgiven for thinking that this was like 
like the misguided youth outreach of like your nice lib Episcopalian yeah, church. Yeah, like they yeah, don't yeah, actually yeah. get it, but it's yeah. like well intentioned. The, the, the Methodist with the gay flag being like, we love you, which is yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it, you could absolutely watch this and be like, oh yeah, this is some lib Christian shit. Like yeah. it's, it's not real, but like it's, it's innocuous, right? Mm-hmm. It's well intentioned. They're trying. <laughs> but that's not really what's going on here. <laughs> and it's not really why we're talking about this because these ads themselves are innocuous to the point of nothingness. Like mm-hmm. there's no, nothing really there to grasp onto. The reason that NPR is writing about this is because of that $100 million. It's a lot of money. $20 million being spent on commercials for the Super Bowl. Oh, yes. Not one, but two commercials for Jesus in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I... It begs the question, what are you selling? Yeah, it begs the question, who the fuck is spending $100 million on a dude with better name recognition than Beyonce? Like, what is going on here? And more Grammys. And as it turns out, that's a bit of a complicated question. All right. Uh, So, you could start with who's running the campaign. Mm -hmm. And the answer to that would be the Servant Foundation, located in Overland Park, Kansas. And it's a nonprofit and that tells you very little, yeah, right? Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know. Uh, yeah. They have a business wing called The Signature, which, <laughs> I don't know, just has the vibe of, like, like a like a YA apocalypse mm-hmm. novel. Like, like just... Yeah, no, it, it slightly does. Slightly ominous proper noun. It's it's a place where you send your children a tribute. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's not great. But you go over... Okay, so now we're, we're, we're already two levels deep, right? You've got the actual nonprofit mm-hmm. that's doing this, and then you've got their business wing. So you go over to the business wing... Look at their board of directors and find what appears to be seven identical white men that differ <laughs> only in age, like like from like forty two <laughs> to approximately like three thousand and twelve. It's just like just the same picture. Uh, it's 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 the mini it's the uh, mini portraits of Dorian Gray. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 essentially just a blank white page. <laughs> uh, it, people like Gary Nagel, the founder of Wealth Management Group of Kansas City, uh, already. That is cringe. Yeah. He has served on the investment committee of Wycliffe Bible Translators. Uh. Or Mark Hammett, the first vice president of fixed income sales at Commerce Bank. Nope. Or Jim Wright, the retired CEO and executive chairman of Tractor Supply Company. Ah, I've been at a Tractor Supply Co. Yeah, absolutely. I I bought deer feed at a Tractor Supply Company because I am a real one. You are based. Uh, Because, you know, when I think about... Who cares the most about making sure you think Jesus is hip to the streets? It's Jim. It's it's Jim from Tractor Supply. That's the guy that really wants to make sure Jesus is with it in the parlance of the youths. Man, go on. Okay, so these are the people that are doing the yes. thing. Uh, A bunch of bankers and CEOs. Yes. they Most of them involved in financial management of some kind. Uh, all have profiles and bios that look exactly like your church's like fire mm, like, yeah. they, they all like mention their wife and disabled kids like every single one <laughs> every single one has a wife and several disabled children like and if they weren't disabled when they came out by god they found a way to make them that way uh but these guys clearly aren't the bankroll no. right so most of 2022 they kept who that was very close to the chest They disclosed only that funding came from like-minded families who desired to see the Jesus of the Bible represented in today's culture with the same relevance and impact he had 2,000 years ago. Um, Like-minded families, another just ominous phrase. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sus. Sus. That's no good. That is is questionable in terms of the numbers. Uh, And they even went so far as to say that, like, this was important to the campaign. That, like... The point of this was to put the spotlight back on Jesus, so we don't want to get bogged down in the details about. Jesus like, has some pretty high approval rating, my guy. I don't. I, yeah, it's just like no, like like we don't matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, one person broke ranks from that. <laughs> Bernie Sanders, come on down. <laughs> None other than Mr. David Green, who ah. you may remember from our uh, many episodes on things such as the Ark Encounter. Yes. Uh, the warehouse full of falsified biblical manuscripts he owns. Gosh, I wish we had made money on that. Or the man who allowed the, who got the Supreme Court to allow your employer to not pay your, for your health care if it's too gay. It's less fun. Um, yeah, the billionaire co-founder of Hobby Lobby himself was hanging out with Glenn Beck. And what's great about this is like he wasn't even there to talk about the He Gets Us campaign. He was promoting his book. Which was on leadership, because of course it was. But he couldn't stop himself nope. from bragging about the Super Bowl commercials he had bought. So not. that's how it became known that 
they call him a major donor. I think it's more accurate to say probably the primary funder. Again, <laughs> we would never have known any of this yeah. because the Christian right always smuggles their shit through like nonprofits that oh, don't yeah. have to disclose this stuff. But he couldn't stop himself. So I now- love that he went on Glenn Beck. Oh, yeah. To do this. So good. So good. You just Listen, man, when you're hanging out with Glenn, you got to bring your best self. You got you to show him what you're about. You can't, so can't, be, can't be hiding that shit around Glenn. <laughs> Glenn Beck. I want to. We should. We should go back to Glenn Beck. He he fascinates me. I want. I want to do another episode about him. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so uh, after this reveal happened, Jason Vanderground, president of Haven, just one of the branding firms associated with this campaign, confirmed that the Greens are one of the major funders, among as he calls it, a variety of donors and families who have gotten behind it. He also added another interesting tidbit. Okay, which is that organizers have signed up twenty thousand churches it's a lot of churches it's a lot of churches to provide volunteers to follow up with anyone who sees the ads and asks for more information and i think that's like mm. oh shit that is a fuckload that's a ton of churches yeah like even if i assume the sign up is like relatively easy it's just like okay like there's a plan here mm. what that plan is for maybe remains to be seen right but like that is a lot of outreach to mm. get twenty thousand churches to sign up to be volunteers um so we pretty quickly uncovered that this ostensibly woke branding <laughs> is being funded by some of the most virulent yes. right-wing assholes yes. uh another the, pro- the protestant cabal yeah yeah this is not in fact lib christianity doing lib shit this is in fact extreme right-wing christianity Sort of thinly veiling themselves in the language of wokeness. Saying the word one time, uh-huh. refugee. Exactly. Uh, and, and to sort of drive that point home, one uh, researcher for Religion Dispatch, Chrissy Stroop, who did a really good article on this that I'm pulling like most of this information from, uh, said that according to the Signatory's 2020 form, which was the most recent available, they had sp- directed $19 million in funding to the Alliance Defending Freedom, which the Southern uh. Pos- Poverty Law Center is designated as an anti-LGBTQ hate group. No way. And the organization that wrote the model legislation on which Miss- Mississippi's abortion ban was based. Uh. <laughs> $8 million went to Answers in Gen- Genesis, the fundamentalist ministry behind the cre- Creation Museum, also associated directly with the Hobby Lobby dude, also a part of uh, the Ark Encounter experience. Yeah. Uh, over one million went to Campus Crusade. Uh, Three hundred and seventy-four thousand went to Al Hyatt Ministries, an organization that seeks to respectfully yet fearlessly unveil the deception of Islam. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then they're also working with Glue, a Coke-connected company, uh, Coke Brothers, not yeah, Coke, yeah, yeah. Uh, that uses big data to help churches target vulnerable people for outreach and conversion. Uh, they also. Uh, on the He Gets West, Us website, when you go for more information, it'll direct you to Alpha, a global initiative launched in the UK known for its homophobia. Uh, so when they say they want to grow in gospel community, mm. what they mean is we're trying to get people to become right wing and straight. Gross. Um, and I think that that is like the right point to switch over to like, okay, what are these commercials actually? Yeah, like? yeah, yeah. Zach, you clicked around the website. What was your experience? Uh, the website is hilarious. It, I think you really there's not really a better phrase for it than uncanny valley of wokeness but it like it's like a lot of like ha- it's like very somber black and white sort of like uh, color scheme and like again it'll say Jesus was a refugee it'll be like justice uh-huh. <laughs> like it'll be a hashtag like social or like whatever and you know there's free hats you can just basically get a hat that says Jesus was a refugee it's like really going for and the videos, like you said, they're all kind of like slow motion, black and white, young Hispanic team, whatever. Just like, mm-hmm. t- you know, like voiceover talking about like what Jesus really means to today. And, and there's it's very odd because you also you also met, we mentioned this when we were prepping the pod. There's like not a lot of substance like you're kind of trying to like reach beneath this sort of veneer of what a right-wing person thinks political correctness is mm-hmm. and, and and there's nothing really there right there's not like really like a mission statement or what we believe or what we think beyond like things should be good and and it's it's definitely like rooted in this like demographic fear of people never going to church obviously but you chatted with some people oh yeah well first okay, okay. yeah 
So I also went and clicked around the website. We'll get to the chat logs. <laughs> okay. Which because I didn't even realize there were chat logs. Oh yeah, yeah. It was it was funny. You did actually have to click through a few things to find okay. their chat. Uh, but okay. So one of the first things that popped up was an article called "How Did Jesus Deal with Injustice." Mm. So I clicked on the article, <laughs> and uh, read the article, and it says things like Jesus believed he could change the world by turning the other cheek. <laughs> Or I'm just going to read this paragraph because I think this will sort of get at what we're going for. Living today, it's hard to imagine how he swallowed his rage. We've all noticed our blood boiling when politics comes up in conversation. We've all felt the temptation to lash out on social media. It seems that everything, every day we're faced with something new to fight about. Even though our anger is often justified, it's taken a toll on our ability to engage with one another. And honestly, it just doesn't feel good. By telling this story, we've reminded ourselves that even when we're tested and trolled, we have the option of rising above. Scripture references, Matthew 5, 38 through 48, Luke 22, 47 through 53, Mark 12, 13 through 17, hashtag activist, hashtag justice, hashtag real life. I lo- what I love about that is that like it's still doing the argument of all right wingers, which is essentially like two people outside the people they know are already right wing, which is like, don't be political, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so politics What's is interesting bad. about this is it is very clearly saying like hey you care about politics mm. you care about activism you care about like sexuality like mm. come here man come here and then you get there and you're like all right cool i'm here what are we gonna do and he goes um turn the other cheek and be nice to each other <laughs> uh, oh uh, okay but like <laughs> what what do you think about these things and he's like i think that we should all hang out Okay, but like specifically, like what do you think Jesus had to say about these social issues? I think Jesus was like love, man. <laughs> like it's just it's it's very actively it's treating social issues like slang. It's thinking yeah. that if you say the word social mm. justice, refugee, immigrant, then like you have successfully conveyed your message even if your message is just yeah. Like there's nothing there. <laughs> I think Jesus was a fresh guy. <laughs> So, like, then I'm like, all right, what, what is this about? This isn't giving me anything. Thankfully, they have a website, called, a, a section on their website called He Gets Us Has an Agenda. And I'm like, all right, cool. Here we go. Here's the agenda. Uh, so I click on it. And it says things like, we've done a lot of homework on our culture. We've researched how people feel about each other and what they think about Jesus and Christianity. We've connected with thousands of people of various faith traditions and those who claim no religion. We spoke to all kinds of people, different backgrounds, beliefs, and yes, political affiliations. And this is what we've learned. From politics to sexuality and religion, so many of us feel our values, beliefs, and identities are under attack by the ideological others around us. Many perceive those who differ with them on justice, dignity, and humanity as not just wrong or misguided, but also evil, as enemies. We often see those others as closed-minded, selfish, or hypocritical. And if we're honest, many of us respond in kind. (laughs) Again, complete effacing of politics. There is nothing... there what's bad about politics is politics Mm -hmm. and actually what you should be doing is focusing on jesus man man uh it is amazing to be like we have an agenda and our agenda is no agenda (laughs) (laughs) again i mean i think it's like i remember this is not totally like this is years and years ago uh when i was correctly sort of like bitching about not voting which was correct Mm -hmm. um and a sort of more right-wing person was like yeah if you voted you probably vote wrong anyway and i do think like there is kind of a thing where like when you're, they're talking to sort of the youth, I think they would rather than be apolitical because they know if they're going to be political, it goes counter to what they want. Yeah, I think, there, so there's a couple ways to view this. I think one is that this would be a return to kind of the like pre-moral majority Christianity. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or maybe that's not even fair because there have always been very like politically active strains yeah. in Christianity, mostly bad, but sometimes good. Mm-hmm. But there was, I think, a period where like, Jesus doesn't get involved in politics was a fairly popular kind of conservative Christian perspective mm. that like, hey, listen, we're just called to like, we're doing our thing, but yeah. we're not that invested in politics as opposed to the like actually intertwined right wing yeah. that we see not just today, but, you know, since the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what is actually happening here is is a little bit more of a bait and switch where like, actually these people do have very specific Mm. political beliefs. They do have a lot of beliefs on things like gender and sexuality, Mm. abortion, even immigration. Mm. And like, but they're just, 
very careful about hiding that from you uh, because I hopped into the chat function, Zachary, because <laughs> I saw, hey, if I can chat with somebody, maybe somebody can give me the answers that I seek. Uh, so I got to talk to a guy named Jay. Hey, Jay. Uh, hey, Jay. <laughs> hey, Jay. How you doing, Jay? Jay, I'm sorry. Uh, Jay, to his credit, sniffed me out immediately. Uh, <laughs> I posed as a, a like teen sort of struggling with my sexuality and saying like my parents were unhappy with me just to see if I could get him to take any stance on sort of sexuality. And he responded with what was clearly a pre-recorded thing of expressing the beliefs and positions of individuals who are supporting the site is not the goal of the campaign. <laughs> <laughs> the mission is to provide a fresh, relatable take on the struggles and experiences Jesus had and invite others to learn more about his words, example, and his life that has relevance in our lives today. Uh, then when I kind of pressed him to be like, okay, but like, what did Jesus sure. have to say about this? He was like, thank you for contacting. He gets us. This chat function is intended for individuals 18 or older. And based on the information you provided, it appears you may be under 18 year olds. And I said, no, 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 I'm, I'm over 18. I'm over 18. He goes, we, we recommend that you talk this over with a youth pastor, counselor, or other trusted adult who will be a better position to help your questions. Therefore, I'm going to go ahead and close this chat. And I said, well, hang on, Jay. <laughs> Jay, we're just getting started. Jay, I'm hurting here. And then I like, I'm again, just kind of spitballing. And I was just like, Jay, I just, what does Jesus say about this? I'm not asking yeah. for the opinions of the people yeah. involved. What does Jesus have to say? And he says, matters of human sexuality are complex and sensitive, and we don't think a chat bo box is the best place to discuss them. <laughs> Fair enough, right? Sure. Yeah, Those discussions are best held with your pastor or church leader in your faith community. False. Yeah. Uh, okay. I came on a little too strong. <laughs> Jay, Jay smelled what was up immediately. It may not have helped that I was using. Wait, a, you came on a little too strong oh, in a I gay a in, a, in a gay too, in a gay context. No uh, way. No way. <laughs> so I hopped back into the chat again. They immediately sniffed out. I had two chats open. <laughs> Timothy, Jay Mike, and Timothy. Mike, Michael would be a terrible fucking spy. 007, I, he is not. Okay, I was not trying that hard, but also I was not trying hard enough. And Timothy <laughs> was like, I see you have another chat open. Which chat do you want to continue in? So I switched back over to Jay, and Jay's like, I see that you've opened another chat. Which do you want to continue in? And I'm like, okay, shut it down. Control shift N, incognito mode. <laughs> so after some porn, that's log back in again. <laughs> Get Jay again. Oh, my gosh. Poor Jay. This is a story about how Jay's being victimized. Yeah, yeah. This is a story about Michael tormenting and harassing Poor Jay. Jay's making $11 an hour in Kansas, my guy. No, he's a volunteer. He's one of oh the volunteers. No, there's no way he's Jay's not paid. even making money. No. Uh, okay. So I hop back in again. I'm taking a little bit of a wider stance now, right? I'm, I'm no longer a teen struggling with their sexuality. I'm just an adult struggling with his sexuality. You know, and so I start asking a little bit about beliefs. And I'm like, okay, like, what, what, do you, what do you think, like, this means? You know, you guys, I saw you guys talking about Jesus kind of a revolutionary. Mm. What do you think that means? And all, again, like, he didn't sniff me out so much as I think it became more clear that the entire purpose of this chat is just to get you to give your data over so they can, like, pimp you out to, like, local churches. Yeah, well, those, one of the 20,000 so, churches. I could not get him to offer a single statement in terms of their stance or anything. Hmm. Uh, the OPSEC in that sense was pretty strong. That's but it did create, again, this incredibly uncanny feeling of like, dog, I'm watching your videos. This is the stuff you're sort right. of talking around. Give me something. And just there's a staunch refusal to take any stance along the way. That's so interesting. Uh, so I did sign up to get more information about churches uh, with a bunch of fake data. I'm at least curious to see what churches they connect me with. But yeah. that's not really important because no. I'm sure that was just all part of their 20,000 church outreach. Those people are not the people that are actually involved in this. However... In that same Religion Dispatches article that came mm. out a while ago, they yeah. also used the chat function. Ah. And the OPSEC wasn't quite so strong then. Interesting. So uh, Chrissy, very similarly, pretended to be a college student struggling with their sexuality sure. and was able to get a little bit more. Like, say, uh, the guy qu um, quoting her the verse on male and female who created it with them. Oh. Yeah, sure. the only verse that transphobes know, male and female, he mm, created them. Yeah. Uh, he also said that she needed to tell her parents and pastor, even when she said she was concerned that might not be, like, the safest mm, option for her. Yeah. He was like, no, it's important. Um, and then one of her friends, who had also hopped into the chat sort of pre-OPSEC, did what I think was probably the smartest play, which was 
pretending to be a very angry evangelical. Mm. Evangelical that is super pissed that you're trying to make (laughs) Jesus woke. And and so he's coming in like, hey, like you're talking about like how Jesus cared about marginalized people. That includes gay people. Are you guys pro-gay? And that chatter, much more open, much more honest, much... more clearly not working from a script was like whoa whoa, whoa no, no 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 we're not about that gay shit dog like and he says it would be our hope that all people regardless of skin color or sexual orientation come to know christ and live in gospel community ultimately to be transformed by his radical love in christ which also Wait, means how are people of color being transformed <laughs> i think you know zachary yeah, come on yeah. we've we studied the mormon zachary <laughs> Um, which also means to abide by his word that we believe the Bible is clear about speaking to several of the things you just mentioned. Mm. And so that's where I think it's like that's really a, that was a smart tactic. Yeah, that was a smart tactic. They also got in earlier uh, yeah. because this stuff obviously all get yeah, posted. Yeah. And I think they became very aware that their volunteer chatters needed to basically not say anything because it was all just going to get posted online. Sure. Um, but yes, so like very clearly they're being like, no, 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 no. We're just trying to lure them in. The goal is yeah. definitely still, we are going to convert those gays yeah, when they yeah, get yeah. there. Like, it is essentially conversion therapy for woke kids. Uh, and I think it, like, it makes it very clear. Like, what what is this actually about? It's just that. It's just like, hey, are you vaguely socially conscious and young? Mm. Hop into a church so we can teach you how wrong all those things yeah, are. Yeah, and I mean, it says what they think of young people which is just that this is an aesthetic not yeah, a real yeah. thing and yeah there, there is nothing actually there that they would need to respond to or be right. in community with it is literally just hey we're, we did this thing we, right. we said the words we said the woke buzzwords and again like we papered this absolutely yeah. covered it in images of people in color the, the, of people of people, people of color. color people of color it is the imagery is hilarious yeah especially when you see the people that are actually involved with it it's 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 very tumblr it, um, made, it made me chuckle it's very good and so i think it begs like a final question which is like who is this for right and and like obviously we can sort of tell what the intended audience is mm-hmm. but the actual reality is like this is for no one yeah this is Maybe the most misguided use of a hundred million dollars <laughs> I have ever seen, and because, and we saw Avatar. Yes, yeah. <laughs> one. Uh, it's speaking to a sort of centrism that doesn't exist in Christianity right. no, today. Of like there, there, there is no apolitical church. Mm. There there is like there is only like fascist church and like five people that think, oh, I think Jesus should get rid of prisons. Like that's it. That's all church is. I love those people. Um, they're good people. Thank you for listening. Um, it is a billion dollars that they claim mm. to want to spend over the next three years, but a hundred million dollars that they appear to actually be spending on the world's most expensive. Like, how do you do, fellow? kids meme like yeah that is, that's a really that's really what it is yeah it's really that's really what it is it's 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 steve buscemi just just trying to blend in at the mm-hmm. high school it is it is and it is as obvious as steve buscemi um <laughs> hilariously the majority of the articles i found about this mm-hmm. were not from npr being like whoa what is this hundred million dollars yeah. coming from <laughs> it is christian publications being angry at this thing for existing evangelicals are pissed about this because for them this is this is like seeker sensitive 2.0 this is this is like designer jesus you're denying you're you're saying jesus gets us that's making jesus seem too human jesus was the son of god and everywhere from like christianity today to like all these other mainstream like evangelical publications were just like i don't know about this woke jesus (laughs) shit It's so funny. It's it's an overdone thing too, but it's like, man, Jesus was hanging out with like, like lepers, dog. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like prostitutes and shit. Like, what? Like, it's bizarre that like, it's it, I, I. They can't even like pretend that Jesus, right wing Christianity's inability to pretend that Jesus cared about other kinds of people is wild. Yeah, it's uh, and like even when they're pretending, they can't actually say yeah. anything to that effect. So it's it's very funny that like you've got the evangelicals who hate it and then the actual people this would ostensibly be trying to reach right. we're going to sniff it out immediately. Yeah, I mean of this course. was five minutes of Googling. Again, you've got the Hobby Lobby dude bragging about it on Glenn Beck. This shit is not subtle. Your OPSEC is not that good. Like and so yeah. even when you are refusing to take a stance, that refusal is in itself a massive tell. Yeah, and it's just it's strange. Not that like left wing Christianity has much purchase in this country, because it doesn't. But trying to drag young people of color and young left-leaning people into your 
ideological prison, for lack of a better term, just isn't going to work. Yeah. Because, like, these people know. It's been happening for decades. And there is enough of a, like... All the cliches about, like, actually Jesus was kind of a lib or a socialist are also pretty well known. Like, these, yeah. like, these people are interested in Jesus, which is all you're purporting to sell. There are other places they can go. And will go. I, I yeah. Just, like this, I think this is going – because the actual ad campaign is the money, right? Right. Like, the, the only thing that makes this really noticeable is the money. So after the of Super course. Bowl, I think this is going to have an even bigger moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also aired commercials during the Grammys. And, and Twitter essentially reacts to being like, what the fuck is this Jesus <laughs> commercial doing on here? Like, that's weird. That's a weird thing to advertise. Oh, you're spending $100 million on this. I wonder what Jesus would want you to do with that $100 million. I wonder if maybe he had some ideas about what you should do. If you have a lot of money where you should put that money or maybe even, like, who you should give it to. Yeah. I I wonder if he said anything about that. I don't think anybody wrote that down, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, as far as I can tell, the only Bible verse they know is male and female. He created them, so... So annoying. Um, so yeah, that is the He Gets Us campaign. Something that on its face might just look like misguided mm, centrist shit, but yeah. it's actually a Trojan horse for extreme right-wing shit. Of course. Uh, it's but, not going to work. I, yeah. There's a lot of things I worry about with fascism overtaking America. This is not yeah, one yeah, of them. Yeah. It, this is... It, it feels uh, kind of quaint, to be yeah, honest. I to think, think that's that, true. Like, Christianity has won the culture through a coup like they took it over they won the supreme court like we are already living in your christo-fascist reality but so it's really weird that now you like want us to think that that's also woke like it's nice um michael it's nice it's it's so nice when we keep women from having control over their bodies or make being trans illegal to exist in public that's really nice i do want to talk about the florification of america (laughs) next episode maybe yeah sure um we've got just a few minutes left yeah. So maybe we can contrast the He Gets Us campaign with another Christian figure <laughs> who is taking a bold stance. No more of this wishy-washy bullshit. He is stepping out into the world to say definitively that police murdering people is bad, but also police are good. Um, <laughs> Joseph, Robin, and Biden? I am talking about our our. Favorite uh, lost soft boy, mm. Russell Moore. Oh, Russ. A, Russ. A man who has opinions as villainous as anyone else in his scheme, but oh, like yes. still got ousted from the Southern Baptist Convention for thinking abuse is bad. He definitely thinks the Jesus ads are awesome. The current. Oh, yeah, yeah. He I, think that. You know what? Actually, you're wrong. That's who that $100 million <laughs> yeah, yeah, is for. Yeah. Literally, for Russell, Russell Moore. Moore. Yeah. Uh, so Russell Moore decided to hop on the mic as the public theologian of Christianity today. Obviously. Um, to say that the scriptures denounce officials who abuse their authority to harm rather than protect the people that they serve. Okay. And like, sure. <laughs> uh, and so the first couple of paragraphs sound honestly fine. Mm-hmm. Like, like it's not, yeah. It's, yeah, I looked it. Yeah. It's totally, it's just like, yeah, this is bad. Correct. Right. And then we get to paragraph three. when a violent revelation like this occurs some are immediately defensive saying not all police officers are like this most are good and of course that is true come on man (laughs) come on man he goes on to say the police officers i know are some of the angriest out of everybody at this kind of behavior uh citations needed They see it in the same way I might view preachers using the Bible to justify their financial grifting or sexual predation. I realize what they're doing and even further how awful it is. Good police officers see such horrors the same way. Again, I feel like uh, you you especially, but both of us spent a fair amount of time thinking about this. All I see are cops marching angrily about it. All I see are and uh, the NYPD rolling basically cavalcades of its people through i see when the moment there's a protest them beating protesters yeah, like if they were weird. joining if they were joining the fucking protest maybe but not a one has yeah like i being on the streets in 2020 yeah. i do remember some police officers being very angry <laughs> <laughs> dare i say even violent yeah, hmm. but i i don't recall as much the part where they were mad at the other police officers yeah because you know what I'm sorry. They're worse than the fucking mob. The mob, back in the day, occasionally would kill its own dudes if they overstepped. Not often. Mostly they wouldn't do that. Mm -hmm. But occasionally that shit would happen. I've never seen a cop, you know, I don't know, beat the shit out of a guy who killed a black kid. I've never seen cops shoot one of their own for killing another one of them or trying to defend somebody. Never fucking seen that. 
Cops murder cops, but only when the, that other cop is whistleblowing. Like, yeah. that is the only condition under which that happens. I've, I've seen more on TV cops stand up to other cops over violence, but never, ever yeah, have yeah. I heard of that happening in real life. It's, and it's just, it's so funny uh, for him to do the, like, my black friend says it's okay for me to use oh the N-word only for, like, good cops. Wait, like, wait, wait, yeah, yeah. The yeah. cops I know. The blue lives I know matter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so it's, he, it really becomes clear that, like, He's condemning this obviously evil thing, sure. but only in as much as he can then use use it to bolster the idea that policing is not wrong. Police brutality is wrong not because the uh, the idea of policing is wrong. That is like the explicit point that he's yeah. making here. It's mm. because we need policing to be better. Um, I just I just don't like that that argument gets increasingly insane every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just. That was never really a conscionable argument. Nobody no. that actually experienced no. interacting with cops could hold that argument mm. and not be an obvious hypocrite. But in an era of social media where we see a lot yeah. more what the cops have always yeah. been and are becoming ever increasingly more of, like, how do you hold this line? How can you possibly yeah. hold this line? The police have been on a murder rampage for years. And you know what we don't ever talk about enough either is how police treat the women they interact with. That is just never, ever talked about. They're basically buying and selling and predating on every woman they pull over. Like, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, not to mention the 40% of their spouses that are victims of, of, of course, and, abuse. And, and, like, like, the racial angle is the most obvious and most important, but, like, we don't talk about that either. We don't talk about all the people they kill. It's insane. I just... It's really weird... Mm. to spend the majority of an article about how cops are killed an innocent person, mm. beat him to death in the street, mm -hmm. to then spend the majority of the article talking about how, like, cops are good and most cops hate this shit. Because, again, assuming that was true, wouldn't you see something different? Yeah, I mean, there's just, there's no evidence for it. Yeah. There's evidence for one of the things. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of evidence for one of the things. Uh, he then goes on a long, long, <laughs> long, boring thing about how, like, tax collectors mm. used to be more like extortion agents. And, like, mm. it's not like the IRS, but, like, look, Jesus told the tax collectors to stop doing tax collector things. It's like, yeah, he did. Yeah. That should say something to the cops, huh? Like, he yeah. told them to stop. Yeah. Um, but, of course, that's not his actual point. He then sort of goes after militarism and police. Mm -hmm. He specifically mentions a video that went around the small town police department proudly displaying a military-style armored vehicle. The problem wasn't the technology, but the message it communicated to people who might be good police officers as those, as well as to those who might not be. Most people see, who see that video, he writes, think, this is insane, but others watch it and think, sign me up. So he's basically being like, the militarization of police force becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy so that good people stay away and bad people join the police force. But here's the thing. Cops have always been this evil. Yeah. Like, what are you talking Like, militarization, I agree. No, that, like, it, the it right is a wing, real problem. The, the Punisher tattooification yeah, yeah, yeah. of policing has been really bad. Yeah. But that you're, th this Barney Fife imagined past, like, of course it's dude, fair. go back to the 60s. What were they doing to protesters in, in Birmingham? Mm -hmm. It's the same shit. And, well, and that's why, actually, the technology is a problem. Yeah. And I actually think the, the whole, like, now they have a bunch of Israeli and, and, and fucking Pentagon runoff is a mm -hmm. huge deal because they were bad in the 60s, too. And now they also have... Tanks. now they're this bad with tanks yeah that's bad <laughs> um and, and and so it's it's insane to be like look the the tank is fine it's like no dude yeah and so he ends up like to fix policing he says mm -hmm. we need to focus less on those who are already in uniform and more on those who've never con even considered putting one on i'm sorry but like this is the same both like five black cops beat a black guy to death yeah. like you can't tell me that like more diversity more women cops more good people no that's not fucking the point the point is cops are bad it doesn't matter who puts on the badge. The, the institution exists to perpetuate evil. There is no good function for the police. Yeah, no, like, it would be like we need more Jews in the fucking running these camps in the Third Reich. Like, that's not the point, yeah. man. The camps are bad. You can't you can't make the camp not a camp. Um, it, <laughs> and so it's just, it's really, I guess my point with all this is just like, Russell Moore represents like, the libification of Christianity mm. from a very conservative angle. For like, sure. There are more liberal branches of Christianity. But he is he is the guy that was too woke for the SBC, right? Yeah. Um, and what is his solution? <laughs> so it's funny. Hire nicer cops. Yeah, it, I mean, I do think it's interesting. Here's why it's interesting. 
Because he would not consider himself a Democrat, although maybe he would. But it's just Democrat. This is just this. Yeah. This Joe, Joe Biden could have said all of us. Oh yeah, and and has right. right. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, it's Eric, the same argument. Eric Adams, our mayor in L.A., whose name escapes me, and I don't care. Don't fucking tell me. I won't. Thank you. Or you know, London Breed, Chicago. Like it's just this is like the dead center mainline Democrat line. Yeah, that's it. And the only difference between that and Republicans, Republicans think it's good. Yeah, Republicans <laughs> just want the Punisher tattoo. Yeah, like, they think that rules. Um, I think maybe my final point on this is like there's been some discourse around mm-hmm. defunding the police. And whenever this gets brought up, it's always in the context of like, is this a good slogan? Will this convince people? Blah, so blah, exhausting. Blah. And it's it's just insufferable. The reason <laughs> funding the police is an excellent slogan is because it cuts through all of this bullshit. Yeah. Like it is yeah. it is a material demand mm. in very simple language. And sure, there's a lot of complexity that goes into that. A bit like, hey, where do we put that funding? Sure, of totally. course. But the fact is that like the reason that demand is so important is because otherwise you end up with what we have which is give the police more money whether they're doing a good job or a bad job i mean obviously we don't believe the police can do a good job right. but the right. police the police don't kill people oh we need to give them more funding the police kill lots of people oh we need to give them more funding yep. and it cuts exactly through all of the solutions mm-hmm. that everyone from russell moore to he gets us to joseph robinette biden <laughs> are going to try to sell you which is you're all going to be like well if we give the cops more money we can make this go away we already give the cops all our money and this is what we get any money we give them will only go to more of this it's a fucking protection racket man and uh i just i don't know i'm i'm fucking over it and i'm bold stance yeah 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 wow hot takes on the pie i i i i don't know we should probably talk we're gonna talk more about policing but i i don't really see a a way forward i think they've done it they've turned They've turned us. It's a kind of fascist state. The cops, cops run our asses. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I, I'm afra- I, I find myself afraid of the cops more. And like, I'm a cishet white guy, but like, I do feel like they, like the heat has been turned up. Yeah, I mean, definitely the response to 2020 and the protests mm. has been like a full scale press for years yeah, yeah. by everything from Democrats to police unions. Mm. So like. They have gone hard in the paint. Yeah. Uh, I am not quite as fatalistic on this topic as you are, and maybe that's something we should explore yeah, in other yeah. things, because I think the and, other and thing... And you that, have spent more time on it, so I yeah, think that's Yeah, this is, that's this is probably yeah. my main focus of like research, because, mm-hmm. I, and I'd lo- I'm not anywhere near the first person to say this, you can't make any movement on climate without dealing with the cops. You no. can't make any yeah. movement on any issue of justice without going through the cops. They are, yep. the, they are the front lines mm-hmm. of every single yeah. movement that you care about. They're going to be the people that are hunt down women trying to get abortions That's in, right. in states when abortions have been made illegal. They're going to be the first people criminalizing trans people for existing, yep. tossing them in jail, or going after the parents of trans kids who are just trying to support their child. Like They are... They are the hammer. Yeah. And so you, whatever issue you care about, and obviously most of us here care about all of them, like you have to go through the cops. And sure. so I think the question of like, how do we deal with the cops is an important one. And if the answer is just, we can't, okay, right. we're yeah. doomed. Like, but I, I don't know. I think cops are cowards. And I think a lot of this I, I do think you're right about that. only exists and only works because we have parties that need them they right. you know totally. their power is actually still in institutional authority mm. uh so they can throw their little shit fits and yeah. and you know break ranks when they want to <laughs> and go after the new york mayor's mm. daughter and do that shit but you know i think i'm more scared because they were not, they don't have to anymore have to they don't have to go after the mayor's daughter oh, because yeah. the mayor is a literal cop yeah because the mayor is a cop because joseph biden's a cop wants to fund the police like yeah yeah i i do take that point that in saying that i'm saying oh the cops aren't in charge the you know <laughs> political parties that want the cops are oh good that's all we have to destroy a two-party system that is actually a one-party system in a country full of people that support this one-party system great um but uh maybe this is just me desperately hanging on to hope it's just, i mean like, here's the thing it doesn't matter it's worth fighting the fight anyway yeah, you got if you got to go down fighting you got to go down fighting. so like I, I don't know if it's helpful for me to be like there is no hope i don't think there is but it, you have to fight like there is <laughs> um, and hey if you get to take a couple of them down with you um all right I don't think that I have anything else to say here, uh, except for, you know, go get hooked in and he gets us, you know, get signed up, <laughs> get get yourself a free hat. I actually do think, one, you should get a hat if you think it's funny. And two, uh, flood the chat. Just talk, you know, just be yeah. like, hey, what's up? What do you think about Tell this? Tell Jay I said hi. I think you should just go to the chat and ask them your most acid, like either intense social justice question or the most asinine theological question. You should be asking them about various councils. Mm-hmm. You should be getting in there, 
asking about various translations of the Bible. You, like, yeah, yeah. Do you go to hell if you get saved because you read the message? Like, you should talk about predestination in terms of like particle physics. Like, you ooh, really, yeah. you really need to get in there. Uh, yeah, let's let's stretch Jay a little bit. I let Jay <laughs> off a little too easy. I had to get off and record. Oh, I'm gonna stretch Jay. Okay. <laughs> All right. My name's Michael Tabor. You can find me at Michael Tabor. I'm Zachary Allard. You can find me at Zachary underscore Allard. But you're gonna have to request to follow both of us. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, follow the pod at Shitty underscore Pod. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.